Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession-proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Every Friday, if you guys are tuning in, um, you know the drill. Go ahead and comment below with where you're tuning in from. Hashtag live if you're on the live. And then, of course, hashtag replay if you are tuning in later on this amazing replay. And I'm super, super excited today. You know, every week I bring a health expert or a wealth expert, uh, someone who has some innate wisdom. And today we're, we're covering a topic that I don't think I've ever covered uh, on, on many levels on this show. So uh, if you see value in today's show, please hit the share button and share with your community. And of course, over the next 30 minutes, as I have uh, this conversation with my guest, you can um, comment below with questions. So super excited. I'm going to go ahead. We already have a guest from Pakistan, Terry. Super excited to see you a deal. Thank you for tuning in on the live. And so I'm going to go ahead and just dive right in because this topic is so exciting for me because this year I've been told by many people, not just you, Terry, to really focus on developing my intuition. So Terry Wilderman is our guest today. She's the owner of and you know creator of Intuitive Leadership. And we met in January at the summit. And immediately connected, uh, immediately trusting our intuition and working together since January. She's using um, her deep inner wisdom combined with practical skills and coaches people from basically getting from being stuck to brilliant, intuitive leaders and having an awesome life. So Terry, explain to us, what is it that you do? And uh, I can't wait for you to share more of your story and, and why this is such a powerful topic today. What I basically do is work with entrepreneurial leaders who recognize that when they ignore their intuition, they regret it afterwards. And most of us do that. And when I work with them, either one-on-one -on -one or in VIP days or in our courses or programs, we have all kinds of stuff that we offer through intuitive leadership. The goal is to help them integrate the practical, tactical, and logical with the emotional, the energetic, the spiritual, and the intuitive. Because when you do that, you are working on all cylinders. You are very coherent in how you are working. But what ends up happening is so many of us, because of the BS that we got when we were kids, when we used our, our intuition, went away from it. Uh, we're told by people, oh, you're crazy. Oh, da, da, da. And it gets squashed. And when it gets squashed like that, it can sometimes be challenging to bring it back up. Or something happens so big. And several things happened to me that were really, really big from an intuitive perspective mm -hmm. that you go to a space where you can't ignore it anymore. 
And that's pretty much what happened with me. I couldn't ignore it anymore. And I've been in, we're all intuitive when we're born. Every single one of us are highly intuitive mm-hmm. when we're born. It is part of who we are as humans. Just lost you. It's part, <laughs> where did you go? There you go. We're back. Okay. <laughs> um, as humans, it, it's an innate gift. It's in a gift everyone has. But it's our choice whether we choose to work with this gift or not, just like it is to work with any of the gifts that we were given. Wow, that's so powerful. I can I can speak to that. I know for me, I've had some big decisions lately fall on my plate. And I I had to listen to that that voice inside, right? Kind of like what they call your gut feeling. Would you could you explain more about what that is and how to develop that? Well, everybody's a little bit different. Um, we talk about the gut feeling, but but not it's not as strong in every single person. With some people, images that they get are much stronger, or they hear words, or they just feel, or they just sense, which is where the gut piece comes up. And the gut, by the way, there those are actually cells that come from the heart. Heart cells are found in the gut. So your heart truly is truly key to helping to develop your intuition. The HeartMath Institute, who I'm certified with, I, I got certified with them back in 2000, 2001, I should say, uh, as excuse me, a coach. They teach how when you connect the heart brain with the heart of the head brain with the heart brain, and the heart is actually a brain. It sends more messages to the head than the head does to the heart. The energy field of the heart can be felt six to 10 feet away from the body in a 360 degree circumference. The energy of the brain is two inches. And so these heart cells that are in the gut emanate from the heart. And when you connect the brain and the head with the heart and the gut, you become a positively unstoppable powerhouse because you stop running away from what you know to be true. And a lot of the stuff that happens to us, whether it's aches and pains or whatever, it's um, isn't it amazing how when you finally listen to your intuition, the pain that you had, possibly the pain in the neck that you had for months and months and months, suddenly disappears. It's amazing how that works. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that's a that's a great example. You know, my guests on this uh, inside of my community rather is we focus on our health and our wealth, and obviously a learning application of knowledge is, is the power of wisdom, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of times we manifest dis-ease, um, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical pain, trauma, grief, whatever you want to call it, um, because we don't listen to that that voice, right? I know I'm, I'm, I'm one of the, I'll admit it this, you know, totally live on camera this week, even I've been asking for a lot of advice, like, Hey, what would you do? Hey, what would you do in this situation? And when I just sat and listened, you know, connecting that, that heart brain, it was like, wow, I kind of already knew the answer, (laughs) but I still, I think because of my childhood, maybe, maybe that's why I love to get advice and, and things of that nature. But where, is there a balance? Do you recommend? Well, there is. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be really blunt. Stop looking for advice outside of yourself, because when you stop looking for advice outside of yourself, you'll be surprised at how your inner voice gets stronger and stronger and stronger because you begin to trust yourself. You ask for, there's a difference between asking advice outside of yourself 
because um, you really, really don't know where to go. But then when you get really quiet and you listen to that intuition and you realize that people on the outside are validating your intuition and you begin to trust your intuition more and more and more and more, that's where you become the powerhouse because then your intuition takes front and center and you only ask for advice and validation. The other way around, you're going outside of yourself about, uh, you're going outside of yourself to get the advice and then tuning into your intuition for validation. You got it reversed. So we need to go, it, it's from the inside out, not the outside. Awesome. And do you have any tips or like any way for someone to start? Like, how do they start? Is there, you know, any exercises or things that you've done with your clients that people can yeah. use today? Absolutely. Uh, quick sh- the quick shift technique, which is something that I wrote about in my book, you see it behind me, The Enchanted Boardroom. Uh, the quick shift technique is super, super easy. It's four simple steps. You literally shift from your head to your heart for a moment, put your hand on your chest, you breathe in and out of your chest, you think of something that makes you feel really, really good. That simple technique right there low, uh, decreases your cortisol level, increases your DHEA level, and the longer you stay there, the more tuned in, tapped in, and as my friend Abraham says, turned on you get in terms of being able to really tune into what's going on. And it's a four-step process that you're uh, that your listeners can go to quickshiftzone.com and they can download it for free. It's super simple, the four little steps. It's a card. Print the card out and stick it on your mirror. Stick it next to your computer. Stick it on your phone. Stick it on your desk. Stick it everywhere. Because the more you do it, the more you tap into those intuitive gifts of yours and you allow the your divine intelligence to really come out and influence every single thing that you're doing. Is this the right? I put it up here. Zone.com. Awesome. So that's you guys don't have to wait till the end. Although she does have another gift, she's gonna she's gonna share with us later. Um, here's a question. Actually, I'm gonna go dive right to the audience because I always want to reward those people that that show up and show out. So how do you mitigate the anxiety produced? intuition twinges. I have a lot of those, especially now when I, I know when I approach a situation, I often feel into the possible negative components. So I don't know if, if that makes sense to okay. you. Yeah, it, you. it does. And, I, and I'm reading her, I, I'm looking down because I'm reading the, her question on my other computer here. Um, a lot of what happens is we tend to go to what's wrong instead of what right, what is right first. We are wired to look at what's wrong instead of what's right. So, uh, Elizabeth, I'd like to ask you when you get those twinges, what will it take for you to to focus on what's right first instead of what's wrong? Because when you focus on what's right, this is law of attraction, by the way. What you focus on is what you get. Law of attraction works 24-7. People often say to me, but Terry, law of attraction doesn't work. That's a bunch of bunk. I never got anything out of a law of attraction. And I bust up laughing. Why? Because it works 24-7. And why does it work 24-7? Because our thoughts create our emotions. Our emotions create our actions, and our actions create our results. That goes round and round and round and round in a circle constantly, 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 constantly. So if you think that when you get those intuitive hits that it's automatically negative, you're absolutely right. It's automatically negative. 
when you get those intuitive twinges and you think, oh, I'm being given a signal. This is positive. Let me explore. Let me ask more open-ended questions. Let me get into the, the nitty-gritty of it and go into the positive space. You're absolutely right. I hope that helps a little. That's awesome. Great question. So don't forget, guys, if you want to ask questions, um, you can still do that. So how did you come up with the name Intuitive Leadership? Because I think that's a really powerful name. And I think there's more to that story. So I'd love for you to share. Oh, yeah, there is. And you know that. <laughs> uh, I bought intuitiveleadership.com when I owned my brick and mortar leadership center. Um, there was a book that I read many moons ago um, that influenced me to open up my center. And I opened it in 2001, nine days before 9-11. And I owned that. Oh, it was wonderful. I'm a trainer. I'm an executive coach. I coach people. I coach entrepreneurs. I coach leaders. And in the middle, it was called the Winds of Change Holistic Education and Leadership Center. And I owned it from 2001 to 2009. And we closed it in 2009 when things got really tough. And I came home. Around 2003, 2004, I tend to be a domain junkie. I The name Intuitive Leadership came through. And I went, oh, let me look. Da, 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 da. Bang, it's mine. And I oh. got IntuitiveLeadership.com, IntuitiveLeadership.org, IntuitiveLeadership, blah, 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 US, on and on. And I thought, what am I going to do with this thing? Okay, fine. So about, uh, let's see, it was 2015, I was writing my book, The Enchanted Boardroom that you see behind me, and I went to a conference in San Diego, and my publisher said to me, we're going to change your business name. What? <laughs> You're going to change my business name? Are you kidding me? And um, he's like, yep, yeah, we are. And I just said, give me your computer. And I went into GoDaddy and got into my account and I had like 80, 90 domains and I turned the computer over and I said, okay, pick one. I went, that one, that one, that one, look at it. And I looked at it and I'm gonna pull this out so they can see how, and this is how intuition works, by the way. This is how law of attraction works when you get out of the way. Look at the tagline of my book. Evolve into an unstoppable intuitive leader. Intuitive leadership. I bust up laughing. The poor woman at the front row who was teaching the court didn't know what was going on. The two, I mean, the three of us, uh, there were three of us in the back just cracking up because it was like, okay, I got that 10 years ago. Here we go. Uh, and almost all the domains that I bought at that time are now coming to fruition now. For example, Shiftology. Shiftology I bought in 2011. That just was really born this year, mm. of which you're a part of. That is so awesome. Um, and I know you were talking about, and we'll, we'll talk about this later, that uh, words matter also, right? In developing oh, your exactly. intuition. And you, you sort of answered that with that other question, but I'd like for you to really touch on that because I know that that goes along with your free other gift today. So mm -hmm. how does someone retrain their, their speech to really develop even faster? That can be a little bit of a challenge because you need a partner in crime to help you with that one. And here's why. There are words that I, and I talk about it in, in, in my gift, uh, positivewordsandphrases.com. If you go there, positivewordsandphrases.com, you can download a free ebook that I'm giving you 
uh, on what words and phrases to use and to avoid. Words to avoid or don't not know. And why is that? Because uh, can't is another one. Try. Like try is pervasive in our language. Oh, I'll try this or I'll try that. Here's what happens when you say the word try. There's always this, I always get this image of someone standing there with their fingers crossed behind their back because the word try, there is always a way out. So let's take a step back. What if you use the word commit? I commit to doing this. I commit to doing that. Do you feel the difference in the energy? There's more posture. I, I like to use, I choose to do, I or I choose. I, I like commit though. That's another great one. Yeah. And here's the thing with I can't. The more you keep telling yourself I can't do something, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I always used to proud? say that. Yeah. Are you, it, what is that phrase? Um, someone said it, uh, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. I don't even remember if you said that, but um, you made me think of that. And, and it really is Yoda. Do or do not. There is no try. There you go. That's for <laughs> So the thing with uh, can't, and this is one thing with our children too. Think about this. As a parent, how often are we telling our kids, don't do that. You can't do that. No, 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 no. Instead, what if we focused on saying, t- taking whatever it is that they're doing away from them and just turning them around and said, why don't we do this instead? Okay. Why don't we do this instead? And I know for myself, I was one of those parents that was constantly, no, 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 can't, 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 you know, until I learned this. And I was like, what planet was I on? I didn't get it because I wasn't raised that way. So when you just redirect your child, redirect your employees, this is the same thing in leadership because I teach this to leaders. When we redirect our employees, instead of saying, well, And if you do use the word can't, well, instead of doing this, what if we do this? Instead of doing that, what if we do that? Or you ask open-ended questions. What if we did this instead? What are your thoughts? Or what ideas do all of you have? I would love to hear what your ideas are. Because sometimes as leaders, we become such control freaks that we go into a negative place of not listening to the very people who are doing the work that we ask them to do. They're the ones who are in the trenches. They are the ones who know what to do. They are the ones who are working with the challenges. Help them, allow them to help you with the solutions. And when you use positive language and the language you read all about that in positive words and phrases, you allow your employees, your kids, your relationships to expand positively. I don't know about you, but I think we can use a lot more of that. 110%. As I, I think about my kids, they're eight and 12. And I, I, I know I probably, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm being self-deprecating here. So I, I, I'm being silly, but I probably screwed them up already a lot because I've said I didn't have all of this training, right? When they were first born and then you revert back to your childhood, right? And didn't they say, maybe, you know, this stat, I heard this once that we hear the word no as from, you know, in the womb all the way till like 10, like, I don't know, a hundred thousand times or something. 
and that's what, what you were talking. I don't. Have, I, I know what you're talking about. I don't have the accurate stats, so I wouldn't even begin to go there. But it was it massive, is, though, and I do know that yeah, that's it, so, huge. But and I think you were why, talking about that. That's why it's important to have a partner. And why am I asking you to have a partner, uh, whether it's a coworker, whatever? Turn it into a game. Ask your partner to I choose a word of the day. Perhaps no. Count how many times I say the word no and just write it down. At the end of the day, observe. And you do that for each other. And then you sit down and you talk about it. The next day may be not. And then you do the same thing and uh, review it. Uh, don't, not, no, can't. You know, Just choose a word of the day. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. You know, those kinds of things. And then rephrase the words. And I offer ideas on how to positively rephrase the different things that you're saying. Oh, I can't do this. You can say instead, you know, and if you have to use the word can't, okay, if it's really important in what you say, because it's not about eliminating the words, it's about avoiding them and using them when they are appropriate. Does that make sense? So when you say, I can't really do this. However, this is what I can do. And this is what I'm open to do. And we talk about that when we're setting boundaries. Because um, one of the big things in leadership is about time management and stress management and boundaries. So when you set boundaries up, when you keep saying, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do that because my boundaries are really tight. Here's what happens when you use that phrase a lot. What ends up happening, you become so locked in your box that there is no flexible. I look at it as uh, no flexibility. I look at it as an amoeba. Okay? It's about flexible boundaries. So instead of saying, I can't do that because my time, I'm very, very strict with my time. It's about, you know, I'll think about it, but how about if we do this? That's when you're diving into the flexible boundaries and that I can't energy doesn't slam the other person in the face. Does that make sense? hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, again, I wish they had classes like this in our grade school, right? When we were growing up, I'm glad I get to homeschool because I'll, I'll probably use your book, uh, your ebook, positive words and phrases and, and help my kids and myself. Of course, when you teach it, right, it, you learn it. And you capture more. Uh, what about the word? And this is a, a game I played. I was in a coaching program and they actually would charge us money. They would fine us if we said the word can't, try. And then the other one was but. Because usually after but, isn't there oftentimes, not always, excuses or, yeah, I'd love to help you, but, or, you know, what do you think of that word? Use the word and instead. I did just use the word but a little bit ago uh, because people are used to using it. And, oh, I catch myself. I'm in, the, I'm in front of the classroom and I'm modeling all of this because we are human, okay? And the words do infiltrate. So it's about, it's about being easy on yourself and about letting go when things, okay, so I use the word but, okay, let's, let's make a butt, butt joke out of it. Uh, so the thing is, to just play, I don't even like the word just, <laughs> play with your kids, <laughs> yank that out. 
play with your kids. Make them part of the process and help them grow their language in a positive way. So then when they're interacting with their friends, when they're interact, when they're giving a presentation, when they're interacting with their teachers, you're actually setting them up for amazing leadership possibilities because people want to be around others who make them feel good. And the power of intuitive leadership is when you listen to your intuition, when you use positive language, when you are truly in authenticity and in integrity with who you are as a human, and you follow your values to a T, and you own who you are, my gosh, you are in such a positive, powerful, place of being able to really evolve into an unstoppable, intuitive human being. Wow. That was a mic, mic drop statement. That was super powerful. I, I, I encourage all of you guys, especially because I do have a lot of parents out here. I know Elizabeth had asked that question um, to, to get that positive words and phrases uh, ebook and, and use it as part of your, even if you're not homeschooling anymore, if you're back in school, however you're doing it. Um, I think it's a great, you can never start too early, right? Well, if you read this, or let me rephrase that, when you read this, Start working with your babies. It, 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 there's never too late. Because here's, here's the thing. You start using it and watch how people begin to respond to you because this all flows into law of attraction. Okay? All into law of attraction. So, Because this positive words and phrases is a chapter in my book. Okay, and we get into law of attraction, we get into intuition, we get into communications, because I've been teaching DISC since 1994. Um, I've been a trainer uh, teaching the DISC language of communication. So it's about recognizing when you're an entrepreneur, all of this is key to guiding your employees. As a parent, all of this stuff is key to working with your children. And the most important key of all is trusting yourself and shifting to a place of positivity because the more positive you are your energy increases and the more positive energy you have more the good stuff keeps coming to you over and over and over and over again and it's about really believing it if you believe oh i'm positive in your head but you're not feeling it and these positive words and phrases will help you feel it the feeling is what was not taught in that movie, The Secret. It's about the feeling and raising your vibrations and being in that truly positive space mm. that feels so juicy and feels so good. And what you're going to find is your health is going to improve. I was a very sick pup in my 20s, 30s, and 40s. And when Law of Attraction came to me, and by the way, this weekend, I mean, Easter weekend is the weekend of my transformation. On Easter Saturday, I went into the ER uh, and a colleague of mine started sending me Reiki to help me deal with the pain. Not even work through the pain, deal with. That's another word that I use in my book, deal with. That was a problem. I was dealing with it. 
I wasn't working with the pain. I was dealing with it because you were like tolerating it. Tolerating. Yeah. Yeah. She sent me Reiki and the energy, uh, uh, the pain just completely. And I was able to deal with it. I did. I, I was literally dealing with it. Make a very long story short, it was my seventh emergent. It was my seventh um, uh, big surgery. I went into a very deep depression afterwards, and the surgery was on Easter Monday. And what I found out was, what I learned from that event was, from a law of attraction perspective, I asked for help. Guess what? The Reiki came. I asked for guidance and transformation. The surgery came. I went into a deep depression. My doctor gave me permission to study Reiki. I got everything that I asked for from Law of Attraction. That was in 1996, and I haven't stopped since. My spiritual gifts have just exploded. Everything I do is spot on, and it all started on this week. And what I've learned is because, and I know this is a podcast, and one of the things we don't want to do is give it a timeline. I'm going to give it a timeline on Easter weekend and the week before and the week after. What I have found is that things that happen during this time of year, there it's huge. It's transformational. And I have seen that over and over and over again in the last 25 years, that things that happen, it doesn't matter uh, what religion you are. There's just something very energetic about this time of year that uh, if you let go, Trust your well, because I didn't. Yeah, and I didn't even know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that story about you, and here you are. Isn't that cool? You're on on Good Friday, Easter weekend, yeah. and we didn't even have that conversation, guys. No, Is that law of attraction or what? Well, and I know you've given so much value today. I just want to remind people: go ahead and go to her website, positivewordsandphrases.com. I'll put that in the show notes. You know, I always want to leave them wanting more guys. So please go get her book, get on her email list, connect with Terry. Um, We're going to go ahead and wrap up the show with my favorite question that I ask of all of my guests. And I'm, you kind of answered it a little bit, but I want you to, to give your definition or what you feel intuitively when you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise. You have nothing without your health. Your health is your primary tool. And when you listen to your intuition, listen to your body, you are, and listen to the messages that it gives, this is where you are powered with divine intuitive wisdom. Your health then will allow you to go to that state of being wealthy because you're listening to that inner wisdom within. Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much, Terry. I know we're going to be doing more stuff together. Stay tuned, guys, um, to my emails uh, when I'm going to be on a summit with her in May, I think. Um, So stay tuned to that. Um, And if you guys found value in this today, please feel free to connect with Terry. She's inside of my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise group. So if you're not already there, this is a gentle reminder. If you're watching this on iTunes, YouTube, one of my other live stream places, come inside of the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook community. Connect with me. Connect with my guests because we're here to support you guys. We want you to have your best year ever, your best health, your best wealth, and of course, the wisdom to get you there. So thanks again, Perry. Have a beautiful holiday weekend. 
for those who celebrate. And it was amazing to have you here. Until next time, guys, here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. And I almost forgot next week we're going to have our guest is calling himself $2 Bill. So if you can imagine, he's a wealth creator. We like to tease him. He's four times more powerful than 50 Cent. Um, So if you want to see what that's all about, tune in, tune out next Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Have a great day, guys. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiskofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.